Hi, welcome to Awake TV. So today is the part two of the value of watching TV, Resident Alien. Enjoy. Hi, welcome to Awake TV. So today, Sue and I are gonna talk about part two, the value of watching TV, part two, the Resident Alien. So, Sue recommended me this TV show because it's funny. So I decided to watch and I watched everything up till yesterday's season two, episode eight. Mm -hmm. um, this show is a um, predictive programming, but not in the uh, dark cult way. I think this program is created by White Hats to regular people to inform what, what is really going on in fictional manner. So they're not gonna freak out when everything comes out. And those of you who are stashed, I highly recommend to watch this. Even though all of us come from a higher dimension than Harry, you still, we still think it's hilarious how he makes comment on humans. So, <laughs> Yeah, I highly recommend it. It's a great writing. And then I watched vibrational frequency of um, the uh, writer, the Chris, Chris Sheldon. I think that's his name is. Executive producer, Chris Sheldon. And uh, he has Sorry. pretty high vibration because, because depends on who is running the show. I wanted to make sure before that you know, before I watch anything. And then it's pretty accurate how, how all of um, many of those 40 galactic beings do consider humans, you know, especially the one they think humor is a piece of shit that need to be destroyed. The point of view is pretty accurate. I'm sorry, Carol, but I keep laughing because you gotta watch if you watch the show uh -huh. resident alien so the main character is an alien whose mission is to come i'm not i'm not going to spoil too much i'm just going to give you the the highlight he comes to earth on a mission to destroy earth and he gets stuck here and um so he has to take on human form right to blend in while he's trying to get his stuff back together and uh some of the what Eric is talking about is some of his impressions of humans. It's hilarious. <laughs> I just couldn't stop laughing. And because, um, you know, in these times, we all need a good laugh. So that was what attracted me to the show. But um, I think the point of view that is offered is really quite interesting because, um, you know, we see each other as you know, just we're part of the human race. And so we, we notice that we know what our foibles are, we know what our strengths are, and things of that nature, we even know what emotions are. But uh, this guy is just like coming from a whole different perspective. And that's why I think it's really worthwhile, because, um, you know, I think we are coming to the point um, where we're going to be having uh, interaction with aliens. Um, I hate that term, but you know, galactic beings. And um, 
kind of galactic beings who have been residing here that have been here yeah so they are not the technically galactic being they are earth cheese no i was gonna say they were here before us but you know potato yeah. potato you know a lot of people aren't going to be ready to hear that yet so i was kind of hesitating whether i was going to say it but you said it for me so thank you um so they're gonna freak out like okay people think like we are all made out of the same cross but you know, oh, God, no. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Hey, you know, one of the biggest points I think the show makes is that um, we really, 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 as a, as a collective, you know, humanity really needs to stop judging people by what they look like. It is so absurd yeah. um, to use Janine's word, uh, tarot by Janine. It is. It's absolutely absurd. Um and, and we judge ourselves too by our appearances because we've been so programmed to to do that that like that but there was an agenda behind that programming you know mm -hmm. and and it was to get people to not value themselves as the light beings that we are and um so you know harry's the main character his name is harry um his commentary about certain things about that um is really cracked me up <laughs> It is funny. It's and, a good show. You know, when I was a kid, I remember like I always thought it, it is weird, even though I didn't know I, I mustached at that time. I was always thinking why people kind of look down on other people, like means other people who come from different, you know, race or culture. And I'm thinking they are the same human being as me. So why do they have to rank like which one is better than the other race or whatever that is, right? And then I I really liked animals more than humans when I was a little because I was thinking animals don't lie, you know, because how they are behaving and what they are thinking is the same. But when you look at the humans, they they act one way, but what they're feeling or what they're really thinking is completely opposite. So I, I, I wasn't really a big fan of humans when I was like a little kid. I mean, I got along with everybody, but I'm thinking it was really weird. So after the awakening, I realized I'm a starseed as well, which was a huge surprise for me. But it kind of made sense that even though Harry makes comment on humans from for the galactic perspective. And then he's coming here to sort of save Earth because he thinks humans are evil or humans. You mean destroy, destroy Earth? Earth. Yeah. yeah. So his species are not like, oh, destroy a whole planet. It's not like that. He was like, okay, I want to save a beautiful planet. So kill, kill some creatures who is destroying it. So it was interesting, the, uh, Chris was telling the actor uh, who is playing Harry, you, ha you have to think Harry's point of view as when he look at, look at the hum looks at human, you are looking at a, not a butterfly because when you're looking at the butterfly, you want to preserve it, it's beautiful. You're looking at the house moss. Oh, yeah, 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 that line. Yep. So I'm thinking, wow, that kind of makes sense. Because I guess showrunner has to teach. And then the really interesting thing about this show is 
this is not the uh, same as the comic book version because comic All book right. version is um, main character Harry is coming from high vibrational frequency planet and then he he lost or didn't didn't take whatever their technology so he's looking for it that's why he has to stay and then he he likes all these mystery novels and he likes all this detective show that's how he learns earth culture but he doesn't do any kind of uh shape shifting he looks he looks a little different like a dr spock but not that different so he kind of like blends in a little bit kind of blend in mm-hmm. and the thing is like he's he's from higher frequency society so he doesn't involve any kind of you know killing activity at all yeah he wouldn't intervene it's yeah. kind of like you said spock so i'll just go with the star trek for a quick second it's like their main prime directive is no intervention in a in a culture so in other words if they went to do something or to observe something they had to stay hidden so they wouldn't uh change the culture especially the primitive ones um they didn't want to upset their balance in life so you're saying there's a big difference between the comic book purpose that harry had versus the movie and i think difference so he has to find that technology because they know human gonna use for the evil purpose that's why oh right comic about the version but tv version is different harry come is i'm assuming his planet is next to draco constellation Mm-hmm. which is where draconians are kind of originally residing but they come from other universe but that that's another story so they're kind of neighbors they don't like each other but he, he's also from 4d can be upper 4d um, he's coming from that and it's like he has this typical alien looking feature and the whole story is he he's alone well no he's not really alone as a galactic but point is he's alone in and a bunch of humans are out there but whole like premise is different because he's here to destroy earth like not not the destroy earth sorry destroy humanity humanity and preserve earth yeah so yeah the reason why I think they decided to make this TV show written by Chris is to educate humans, means regular people who has no idea there's some other original galactic with human. It's not their um, shape-shifting. They, they mingle with humans, so they consider themselves blue blood. You know, they think they're elite because of the bloodlines. So they are kind of like talking about not exactly them because Harry is not making some kind of club, but kind of like talking about similar thing, right? I mean, there's uh, some people out there who is not exactly same as 
humans, even though humans do have, depends on which prototype and which civilization decided to create a certain prototype of humans, genetic structures are different. But after they mingled with each other, um, there are a lot of mixing going on. People are thinking like, oh yeah, you know, um, all different races, they never mixed. No, they did before they have certain different races. But yeah, so you're kind of talking about a long time ago, yeah, long like pre-Atlantean and well, all that kind of stuff. Like after between Lemurians and Atlanteans, like Egyptians. And their experiments and yeah, all these their things. augmentations, yeah. But they, all this time, all these prototypes are mixed with each other because uh, original ones are more like a Pleiadian looking because they used a lot of Pleiadian physical features to create humans. And I, just, I just think we're gonna lose a lot of people if we get too deep into that. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, let's go but back to the show. Whole point is like, so when people think we are just a human being and then I'm talking about regular people, and then they didn't think like, oh, you know, I don't know anything about aliens. I don't really have any blood or genetic code in me. They do. Genetically, all humans are mixture of different galactic things. But in, yep. in this theme, Harry is coming from a different planet. And then Harry's, I guess, culture do not share any kind of empathy which is they don't have emotions they don't deal with emotions they they birth their children and they just let them go the mother dies and they go to the iceland tundra or whatever he called it um so you know you're talking about a very vastly different culture um one that operates on intelligence and technology and common sense versus us who yes we have intelligence and common sense but we also have emotion and we run more on emotion than we run on all that other stuff so like it's a big awakening for him when he comes here and he has to experience like humans and their emotions it's and then he starts feeling them and it's like whoa you know yeah. he starts realizing he has emotion too and i i think that's just such a cool way of um of giving people an idea of what it might be like when we start having conscious contact with uh, galactic beings, because truly there are, and I've found this through sessions working with um, people, and when they go into a galactic lifetime, um, I've had two, two different people realize that they had to have like practice lives to learn emotion because they came from such a higher vibrational thing where you know emotion really wasn't a thing um they had to go to other planetary systems and live hundreds of years with emotions in order to come to earth just to be able to deal with the density and all of our stinking emotions i just think it's a cool yeah i want to specify with that so nobody going to get confused um you are talking about the higher galactic beings we do have emotions, but we have a limited amount of emotions. No, I'm talking about there are there are civilizations that we don't even have. Na- I'm not talking about where you come from. I'm talking about. No, I'm um, talking about all there, higher, higher. I've had I've had clients who have come from places where they didn't have emotion. It was all mental 
it was all uh, intelligence. It was just like the beingness, you know, being in and zero they, point. They are still what higher frequency, like yep. higher dimensional. I'm not aware and of those people. They had to drop down to, uh, well, the one lady, uh, she and I had a Lumerian life together. Um, you know, the earth Lumeria, not, you know, the other, but, um, anyway, we were incarnated together and we were both healers. Um, and she came from, when I asked the question during session, um, what is your planet of origin that you're descending from to come to earth? And, she said, it's not a name that you would even be able to, you know, understand in the, in your, and which like your brain wouldn't be able to know what we were even talking about. It's not even this galaxy. Which and dimension um, is it? like name isn't important, but which dimension is it? Now we didn't get there on dimension, but it was it's kind um, of important to get to the dimension because depends on the dimensionality, like the structure yeah. is different. But is it so, really so, yeah, the it point is. I'm trying to make is they didn't have emotion and they were just very, very intelligent beings and they ran on common sense, I guess is what we would call it. And she had to drop to another planetary system and spent 400 years there just to learn basic emotions and compassion. And then she could come to earth because it was just it was too much of a transition to go from where she came from to earth. There had to be like a middle ground. And so, you know, the only reason I bring it up is because I think Harry does, you know, his character in resident alien does a really good job of showing what that's like to be a being that really isn't emotional. And then now being amongst all these other beings that are very emotional and how, how they, tend to lack common sense sometimes in light of their emotion instead of their emotion they they do things that are not logical um so i, I really love that about the show how he kind of and then as he moves into human you know like becoming more human or, or picking up on some of our traits um what that's like for him he struggles it's not easy yeah, he just he struggles. And, and I like that they show that because, you know, people have a hard time getting used to him. Right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not every, people are like, this guy is so weird. You know, everybody talks about how strange it well, he's just, he's just odd, you know, they put it off the ones that, that know about the fact that he's an alien, um, make up excuses for him. But <laughs> But it, it's kind of great how it shows how both sides are just so baffled in a way by one another, but yet both sides are willing to learn about the other. And I, I mean, that's the key point, isn't it? It is. So I, from my point of view, like, I'm going to put it really, really simple manner. So when you are at the 40, a lot of beings are mind oriented and they don't have emotions means they are not empath empathic like humans. Um, they are not like a psychopath, like a Dexter, but kind of similar, you know, uh, they only think about themselves, their family, their people. That's about it. So by listening to what Harry was talking about on the TV show, I was assuming he come from 4D because he has that characteristic. And then humans, 
we are like, we are asked to master our emotions. Like humans do have so much emotions. It's like overwhelming. And then it's like huge, different color of emotions. And then you have to, you are asked to master from low density emotion to high density emotions, which is extremely difficult task to do because a lot of times, including me, but the people I was seeing in galactic sessions, when people are in the uh, higher frequency societies, they do have emotions, but don't have a huge variety of emotions like humans, like um, don't experience any fear, don't experience any anger, don't experience any hate, any kind of like low frequency emotions, you are not aware of those kind of emotions because you never ever experienced that because from 5D and up, you are, it's not a Christ consciousness is emotion, but when you're connected with Christ consciousness, you're vibrating from that and up. So it's kind of difficult to even go near those consciousness or near those emotions. So even people who are from higher frequency, they do have to slowly descend from higher dimensions to lower one by one, and then go through circling around the different cultures slowly, and they go to 40. Then you still hold on your original consciousness as who you are. So you are not really mentally fucked up because you know who you are while you are experiencing those for the cultures like Harry is doing on earth. And then you get used to it. Before you come to earth, you need to go through that experience. So you're not gonna get your soul, in a, in a way your soul not gonna get a huge damage by from coming from 7D to 3D earth, that's too much. So 4D is a last stop. People think like Pleiades is the last stop before you come to Earth. Pleiades is the last stop before you go to 4D. So usually people are not gonna go into amazing galactic civilization of 4D. They exist, they're mind-oriented, but not like what we think of reptarians or all this, you know, Harry's planet, not like that. They do exist, but we don't go through that one. We go through more lizard kind of like war, kind of military kind of civilizations to prepare to be here. So, so, so you can experience the uh, lower, more like survival, fight and the flight survival kind of. Um, not even emotions, it's almost like culture, like completely different. So you can prepare to come here. So that is my, my understanding of it. But the reason why I think that resident alien is brilliant because um, you know people can judge. When people find out that there are people who, who are not um, shape-shifting, but they mingled with other people because I don't really think, except uh, no, no physical Draco or something, 
you know, or some of them underneath of inner earth. The regular people who are outside of earth having a human form, they are like, they are not shape-shifting. They do have those like reptilian origin or something like that, but their blood is like, not 100% of that origin because they eventually, you know, having sex with another human. That's why they mate with each other. They look for their bloodlines so they, they can't really go outside of their bloodline. Their bloodline has to be somewhat out there, right? So their, your partner has to be 17th cousin or 18th cousin. At least you do share the bloodline. So for them, blood. Are you talking about the cabal now? You lost me. The, you got into bloodlines, and I'm really confused. The bloodline blood is important because all these people who they consider as elite is coming from those galactic descendants. Okay, so you're talking about the cabal. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, but it's not about naming. Like it doesn't matter which galactic origin they come from. They think. It's well, I mean, I'm kind of skippy on these things, and you lost me, so I wasn't sure. I just wanted to make sure what we were talking about. Um, yeah. So the bloodline is important for them, and then you know, when people started to find out, people are not just, you know, you and me, like Starseed. We, we got nothing to do with bloodline. You know, our soul origins from galactic thing, but we bloodline wise, we are like, you know, regular bloodline. But I'm talking about regular people who are not stashed, who watch TV. I mean, nothing wrong with watch TV, but I'm using that analogy. Watch news and they think like, well, there's like, certain way and then people are going to eventually freak out like oh we are not just here on earth so to me resident alien is preparing those people the reveal because they probably don't know about cabal either they they don't know about those bloodlines or they don't know about they are whole different kind of a human being. I'm not just talking about reptilian descent people. I'm talking about all other people who might have been different alien bloodline lineage. We are not aware of. I hear like there are several of them out there. Um, it's not like they're shape-shifting like Harry is doing because you can only tell through the bloodline, I guess, and they, they can tell somehow, right? But from outside, by looking at the person, we don't, we don't know that. Cabal, these are what, 14 bloodlines, but other ones, we, we don't have that much information. So I'm thinking they're making this show to familiarize other human beings who are not common people. So once people find out, they're gonna be, they're gonna be prepared and they, they're gonna be okay with little bit different people. Just because you, you, you happen to come from different bloodline, people not gonna immediately looking, looking down on those people as long as these people are 
you know, they repented their way of living or they decided to follow what the right things to do instead of the family traditions or the club they own and they belong to and they decided to turn on their back because they think that that's not the right things to do because they are awakened or whatever the reason. So when that happens, people are not going to judge them or prosecute them, but they're gonna find like compassion and Christ consciousness because they watch the TV show, you know? Like people are liking Harry, like they think, oh, I like him. Is he likable? Mm, not as much as Dexter, <laughs> but <laughs> he's funny, right? So I, I feel like those people are white hat and they're trying, trying to make people to get used to the real facts. You know, it's not a one kind of human being out there means like earth earth bleed people who come from original creation and then they may have we all have a galactic dna's within us but they are not talking about that they are talking about people who other galactic people who decided to invade here and then decided to reside as a ruler or god or whatever they call themselves and then they exist here outers and then inners too and then when people find out you know it's almost like symptoms symptoms like they they do predictive programming or something so to me like they they make the show because i was list i was reading about comic book and then i I read the whole plot line of the TV show and they're different. They are completely different. And then latest episode, Harry find out there are other people out there, not his kind. So I was like, wow, you know, like I was like, my guess, guess about why they wrote this program is to educating people because I guess White Hat by now realized how powerful TV is. You can use television or programming or anything for good purpose too, to prepare people for what's coming. Mm. Yeah, so I like the show that way. And then Starsheed, you guys can enjoy, even though Harry is not quite a higher frequency being, but you can still enjoy watching him because from 40, these people don't have any empathy. So they are not having Christ consciousness. So how do they learn to have empathy? By, I guess, getting human body and living human experience. So Harry, to me, like Harry is going through Christ consciousness or 5D by going through humans, understanding humans, and then being one of humans by experiencing emotions. So he's going through the emotion and everything opposite from higher frequency beings like us. 
you know, it's hard to master all this fear and all, all these kind of like lower emotional things to go back to higher frequency, but he's doing completely opposite. He's learn, learning how to love other completely different species than him. His, his capacity is still small because he can- Yeah, I was gonna say, I'm not sure he is because, you know, he's fallen in love with one. That's, that's, he doesn't give a shit what happens to the rest of them. Well, he, he just will, he's will, only changed his mission because he fell in love with one. Well, I don't evolve. want to give too much of the plot away, but um, but he'll evolve. It's a huge well, and, and I think they're showing that. You know, the other thing I think is good about this show is um, pretty much everything that's flooded into uh, human uh, how you know, production as far as movies and TV is always aliens are coming here to control us or aliens are coming here to destroy us so i don't i haven't read the comic book but i think that i would like it better because um you know in the show harry's mission is to destroy earth whereas in the comic book it wasn't but um i, th I think hollywood and hollywood hollywood doesn't exist anymore but i think anybody moving forward with a, a, a movie production company needs to start putting out some stuff where aliens aren't coming here to uh, destroy us or control us or manipulate us. I mean, let's face facts, with the kind of technology that they have to be in their whatever ships they have, whatever technology they have, it's way far and above anything we have on this planet. And, and if their intention was to come and destroy us, it would have happened by now, you know? So um, the fact that... Uh, you know, we have shows coming out where, um, or this show in particular, I mean, I like the comic book book version better, but, um, no, no, uh, just ran into this show. I don't have time to read. Honestly, I got three books on my shelf that I, I really want to get to, and I just haven't, but, um, the, the point I'm trying to make is, um, Hollywood's really done a number on humanity with regard to relationships or any possible relationship with ETs. It's, it's every show, whether it's, you know, a joke uh, like Mars Attacks is kind of a, a, a comedy or, um, you know, like the Will Smith, uh, I forget what that one was called, but we were being attacked, Independence Day. Any of those shows, it always shows us, you know, having to fight them having to overcome them, they're trying to t destroy us completely, or they're trying to take us over. The fact of the matter is we need some good information out there for people, you know, to, to start considering and opening their minds and saying, these beings have been here way before humanity as we know it, and they actually brought some of the technology that built the things that we don't even know we couldn't even replicate because they've then taken their technology back because we're self-destructive and humanity has to kind of understand you know once we get to a point where we stop trying to kill each other and um who's got the biggest nuke uh you know maybe they'll come back maybe like you said we get to this christ consciousness and we stop warring with each other and we start figuring out that we have way more in common than than our differences you know well, and appearance is being one but i mean that's the least of our differences we have so many um i mean our commonalities are so much more than our differences you're talking about 
humans and and uh, galactic beings. I mean, let's face it, it's just kind of like we talked about in that one episode, you know, what human beings have in common, no matter what our race, religion, all that is, we all want to have a happy life. We, most of us want to have families or we come from a family that we care about and we're, we're social beings. I don't think the galactics are that different. Uh, They want to have a peaceful existence. They want to have prosperity they want to have you know whatever they need for uh survival without having to suffer for it so i mean you know humanity and galactic beings are not that different we may look completely different in some cases um but uh that doesn't mean we need to be afraid of them well it has to do with the you know dimensional frequencies so it depends on which frequency they are coming from it's not how they look it's about well i mean the planet is protected we can't we don't have to worry about the nefarious ones because our planet's protected by the good ones but um you know my point being like when they come here when they finally get to the point where they trust us enough to come here openly um and interact with us we really have to up our game before they're going to do that because we're just way too judgmental they're not really coming until they're going to reach a certain frequency level. That's what I'm saying. You know, the point being, I think, with the show is that, uh, you know, Harry's race uh, is judgmental of Earth and they just want to get rid of us. And, and then, you know, Earth people are judgmental of each other as well as Harry once they figure out what he is, who he is. But they judged him before they found out he was an alien. Um, we have to really up our game in consciousness before higher level beings are going to come here and interact with us consciously. We have to up our yeah. game. We have to stop the bullshit of, you know, judging each other based on what we look like and what our religion is and who's got more money and all this other crap. It's, it's just it's low level density bullshit. We need to cut it out. So, you know, I think there's some of that message there in Resident Alien. It's, it's kind of like she's kind of showing are. people how stupid we can be. <laughs> and yeah. Harry's a little stupid, too. Um, Harry is ignorant, but like he makes a comment like in episode one, like humans are just below resort, which is pretty accurate comment because that's not being judgmental. Because if human beings are, you know, are uh, smarter than libertarians, um, know of the current situation is happening, and know of these domination situations is happening, really. So some of I don't know, some of the lizards wanted to uh, wanted to control. So I mean, I can't say we can blanket statement it, but um, yeah, I guess I guess my biggest point is just that um, you know it's an eye opening. It's funny, which is what drew me in, and we all need a good laugh. But I think funny. I think there's messages interwoven in the comedy that get you know if you're paying attention even just a little bit, make you go, oh, that's interesting. And I think we need more of that. Um, we need yeah, more shows that encourage people to think a little bit differently than maybe they have their whole lives. And it has to start slowly, but at the same time, um, you know, are we really paying attention to what we're watching? Like the mess, the, the messages behind the storyline. And, and I hope people do. I hope people start thinking, 
you know, a little bit differently. This isn't just entertainment. Maybe there's a story here that's, you know, it's got a deeper meaning. What is the deeper meaning? And then we can have talk, talks about it. You know, people have talks about it. They they do uh, movie reviews and uh, Siri, you know, you, you listen on um, in some of the social media forums, people talk about it, right? Yeah, it is funny. And then plus, it is really important people to, I mean, you know, this show, what I like about it is they don't put any kind of wokeness. They don't put any kind of uh, political correctness, nothing. It's just that all good old TV show. So anything is double-edged sword, even TV show. Like people think, oh, don't watch TV. Don't watch any kind of TV show because it's all come from cabal. TV also can use for the good purpose to, you know, get people used to what kind of people are, you know, roaming here as a human being. It's not just one kind, could be several kinds. So after they watch TV show and they had the good fun, and then when they find out, wow, we are not just one kind of people, they freak out less because they are informed before. Mm. And then they, they may have a sympathy toward the people. You know, there's a couple people or several people, they decided to... I heard a lot of white hats uh, used to come from blood family, some of them. So they know the tactic. They know how to use those kind of tricks because they come from there, but they, they, they go 180. So it's not about where you come from. You know, oh, you mean like using um, entertainment to get the message out or to tell truth sort of in a way that looks like fiction? Well, it's not just entertainment. It's about anything. Like once you know what's going on on the other side from everything, then you know how to use it in different way, right? Even you are in military or whatever that is, right? So entertainment too, but whole point is like, when people decided to follow their light, they decided to follow the heart, they decided to follow their Christ consciousness, or they started having awakening. And if they come from a particular family or particular galactic bloodline or something, people may judge because where they come from, right? And mm -hmm. then because I can so see people want to do that because if people hate on each other because of the race or because of skin color, I, I, I can't really like have, have positive about the people can look through like people coming from that kind of background, right? So in order for people to having some kind of emotional preparation and some kind of compassion because they, they watch the TV program. So they can kind of have imagination, okay, these people are not evil. They kind of started to understanding and assimilating into our side. So, you know, people are not going to hate other people who wants to proceed together to ascension. I don't know if one show can do all of that, but I think it's a start. I think it's opening the door yeah, I mean, a it, crack. 
you know, it's, it's, it's a very, very light introduction to, okay, let's look at the other side from another perspective. And really, I mean, all conflict resolution amongst humans has to do with that. It has to do with, okay, let's put ourselves in someone else's shoes for just a minute, try and imagine what the experience is like for them or where they're coming from. And then we can have compassion because we've now taken a moment to try and imagine things from another person's perspective. So, I mean, I think it's like an opening a door. It's certainly not going to do all of that with one show, but um, I think it's a good start. Yeah, it's a good start. And then it's a big step because we, we didn't have this kind of uh, format before, you know? Exactly. Yep. I, think, I think this is a preparation to our transition. Yeah, I have to agree. And, and, you know, there's, there's a lot of people that, I mean, just when, when even the tip of the iceberg of some of this stuff, these truths that are going to be coming out, start happening, they're really going to fight against it. There's going to be a lot of uh, defensiveness and a lot of um, denial, if you ask me. Um, So it's kind of up to the rest of us to sort of help them along. And, um, you know, I think the best way we can help other people along is by showing our best selves, like modeling good behavior. And so it's kind of like with the mask. I'm going to make a weird comp- uh, comparison here, but it just popped into my head. You know, in New York, when I was in New York and um, they they stopped requiring mask wearing um, in the stores, the grocery stores and whatnot. Um, I mean, I was one of the first people to walk through the door without a mask on because I just was so happy uh, that baloney was uh, taken care of. And, um, you know, people were looking at me, you know, I, I know it's just so many people look at you and then other people that didn't have masks on people with the mask were looking at them like, really, it really, is it okay? Really? It's okay. Oh, well, look, all these people are not wearing masks. So it's like, um, when people start realizing some of these truths, um, about galactics and our history with them and the ones that are still on earth now and have been all along and the new ones, not new, but the ones that are coming in to now consciously interact with us, people are going to look to other people as to how to respond. And if, if enough of us keep our cool and enough of us um, embody the Christ consciousness and show that to others, we model good behavior, then I think that's going to help. Um, help. And TV show we like need that, to do it. TV show like that, it's like a prepare the mass not audience, but mass majority of the people, you know, that's including people who watch TV and they wear a mask and watch CNN, those kind of people. They watch the TV show. I'm not looking down on people who watch TV show, but typical people who watch a lot of TV shows are, you know, not really awakened a lot of the time. So um, they watch this show and they get influenced by it because before they experience all this information gets into their subconscious mind. So somehow by watching TV show and going through what Harry is going through, 
it's impossible not to get the compassion toward people who are here, but different. Not impossible, but it's a a step in the right direction. It's opening the door and I like it. Yeah, I mean it's it's like they can they can kind of start not not immediately like going toward like hating mode, you know. Especially those people who are repented, right? Because you can't judge everybody. Let's say, you know, <laughs> there is why people make all this shows or movies all these galactics coming here to kill us or something like that because they have they wanted us to be afraid of them they wanted us to be afraid they didn't want us to consciously connect with galactics and they knew there were a lot of people in society that were doing that psychically they were doing it through meditation they were doing it through their intuition and their psychic abilities and they were doing it through hypnosis and they didn't want that so they made a lot of scary shows to keep us, you know, try to discourage people from making that kind of contact. Because what would happen? Consciousness would increase. There yeah. was a, that was the whole motivation. It's, it's just like with, um, you know, putting chemicals in food or the air or anything else. The whole purpose is trying to get us to, to find a way to block our ability to connect with source. Well, that didn't work. They didn't know that wasn't going to work, but it didn't work. I mean, it might have worked for a little while, but it's not a long-term thing. You know, even if you were affected by something like um, something in your food or fluoride or the jab or whatever else, it's it's not a permanent thing. You can overcome it. And uh, they didn't count on that either, did they? But I mean, that's the whole point behind you know Hollywood scare tactics on you know making every single movie about ailings being like oh we have to be on the defensive and we have to fight them and they're terrible and they always have a bad dark agenda they didn't want us to make contact because the higher level beings they're going to help us they're not going to they're not going to try to control us they're going to give us the technology that we need they're going to help us with the medicine not medicine but like med beds and all of that they didn't want us having contact so they thought well if we scare everybody that'll keep them that'll keep their noses out of it you know they'll they'll stop trying they'll just stay away from aliens because aliens are scary it's a whole agenda yeah that too and the plus like you know i don't know some stashi that you guys are closet about who you are to people around you but watching show like a legendary alien yeah he come from a lower dimension but the whole point is when people become open-minded to accept the different origin of people or origin of consciousness then it's going to be a lot easier to live here um you do share human body that's a commonality but you can be who you are. And then people will be ready to accept. They will because the higher frequency beings not gonna come until people reach 5D. Doesn't mean society gonna be a paradise all of a sudden. Looks, looks the same just like right now, just like right now, but consciousness will evolve to 5D. So people will be 
more accepting toward the differences, more accepting toward the different, different anything. So I, I kind of thought that this is really funny watching Legend and Alien, the hearing Harry's comment, because um, his point of view tend to be um, cynical and kind of negative and a kind of black humor. But in that dimension, I can understand why he's saying, but there is a truth to it, you know? I mean, there are, well, half of us in United States, we, we can tell all bullshit is going on and all, all this situation, everything. Like, you know, what's happening in Russia, Ukraine, or what's happening in this stupid mandate. But half of the people, don't know. So Harry's making comment like uh, humans are below lizard. I can't deny that because if everybody is so smart that they're not gonna fall on the trick of what's going on right now, you know? So- Well, it's, you know, I, I don't know. I, I tend to think it's not an intelligence thing. It's a program thing. You know, it is a if, you're, if you're told something and taught something ever since you're born, it's kind of- it's kind of difficult not to believe in it, you know, especially if your parents did and your grandparents did, and then the society around you buys into it. I mean, we've been wholesale fucking lied to our whole lives for hundreds and hundreds of years. So I don't think that's an intelligence thing. I think it's a programming thing. It, how deeply programmed somebody is, you know, that's a whole nother um I mean, obviously the star seats are going to see it way sooner than, you know, the average bear, but um, are any of us average? I mean, we're all from source. So, you know, his judgmentalness is, it's just so funny to me, Harry's judgmentalness of humans um, and they're judging him just as much. Yeah. So that's kind of the funny part. It's, it's just like, as you start getting into season two, you start seeing people being people and Harry, the alien, being less judgmental of each other because they're starting to realize, oh, I'm starting to get to know this person or this alien and I'm start and I'm having a conversation with this alien, which means now I'm starting to understand his point of view or why he's so weird or why they do things the way they do or why they don't do things the way we do. And yeah, so I, I really tend to think it's much less of a intelligence thing rather than a programming thing. I mean, that's my opinion. Some people, I mean, people have been arguing about that for a long time and people with big, you know, papered up to the wazoo and in, in studies and 500 PhDs and all that. And they still argue about this. Is it nature or is it nurture? Well, what it is, I think, is consciousness. And, you know, that show helps raise consciousness. I really think it does. It does. And then he comes from mind-oriented society. So he is not aware of the frequency of the consciousness. So he probably is not aware of Christ consciousness or all that kind of thing. So he's he's dealing with 40 other galactic beings. So whatever he's familiar with, it's a mind-oriented society with technology, right? So he's measuring the stick of, um, I guess, uh, mark ranking because he comes from a ranking culture. 
and then culture. Oh, ranking, yeah. Yeah, culture where rank people is for fourth dimensional societies, galactic places. So that's including Draco, that's including reptarians, that's including Grace, but it's not about the looks. If those Draco or those reptarians are coming from 7D, some of them exist in 7D, so, but they may not have same kind of physical feature. So it's like the Palladians. Yeah. I mean, the Palladians well, go from the whole gamut, you know, you got your, I don't think there's any that are too much lower than four, but um, they go to 12 and up. So, you know, at some point you don't have a physical body anymore. Um, but, you know, they have, they have group consciousness, just like, you know, we do. Yeah. Um, so it's not about looks, it's about which dimension you come from. So how much consciousness you are closer to crime creator. So it begins from Christ consciousness, right mm -hmm. and up. But yep. Harry, presumably by observing him, he doesn't have that. Now no. he's, he's, <laughs> he's acquiring, he's acquiring emotions. So he's learning how to have empathy. Yeah, and he's doing it pretty quickly, too, if I might add. I mean, he hasn't even been there a whole year, and he's really come a long way. I mean, let's face it, Harry was probably programmed by his people to dislike or disrespect humans. He grew up with that. Well, uh, or his whole society, that's what their their way of being was. So he gets sent on a mission to destroy it because without even understanding it. Then he gets stuck here, and now he understands it. He doesn't want to destroy it so much. He wants well, to stay longer point is he probably come from this society of ranking people so when he makes a comment about each other galactic you know friends or they're not friends acquaintance or whatever he he runs you know and then any comment he makes people who are not coming from his planet you know he jackass or jerk or he doesn't make any nice comment of course his neighbors are not you know, Liptarians or Greys or Draco, he made a comment of those people. He didn't have anything nice to say. Well, the long story short is he can be super, super smart, but that doesn't mean he's from a higher consciousness. Yeah, so he, his level of like measuring stick is not that wide. He, he, he can tell by, I guess, intelligence level because he only uses mind. He doesn't have access to heart, so how how he gonna measure, right? That's his way of ranking people or ranking beings. But it was kind of funny when he's making the comment about Arcturians. I had to listen to that a couple of times to catch the lines. They're but cheap. He, yeah, they're saying Arcturians, <laughs> they're jerk, they're cheap. And then I'm thinking, how, how can that be possible? Because Actarians in 4D, um, they, they look the same. So only difference is a vibrational level. But I don't really think they are mind-oriented society even in 4D level. Um, I, don't, I don't think they had the currency either. So it's not- Yeah, that was kind of one of those things where it was just like that. I heard it, I registered it, and I went, I don't know what that means. 
I thought that was really funny because like I'm like okay they made a pretty good comment on each beings according to Harry's point of view because he thinks his his planet is the best of the best. Of course, don't we all, right? (laughs) He he thinks like all this reptilian Draco is piece of shit or something according to him. So, you know. But I mean, who does that sound like, Erica? That's that's humanity. Everybody thinks this is the best planet ever and nobody could ever be as good as as Earth. Yeah. You know, again, it's a consciousness thing and um, you know, as we move closer and closer to the Christ consciousness, we start to have um an affinity for all creation. Yeah, and animals, then- plants, planets, aliens, it is. Uh, so this is why I love the nature. Mm-hmm. This is why I love the show because Harry is slowly learning to love others, mm-hmm. which is very hard. It's a very huge step to in his species or his culture because what I observed that those lower consciousness forty beings they only love for themselves, their family, or people from their planet that's about it the hugest they can go is people from their planet because they belong to the same i guess uh species but anything outside piece of shit so from that kind of consciousness to love others even one person it's a huge step for them yeah big learning curve for him but he's doing it pretty quickly some people go their whole lives and never get that idea yeah, and it's really funny. And then I really like the concept. They decided to tackle this show as comedy. I did watch like all other uh, sci-fi kind of show before when I was watching TV. Now I started to watch again. But the point is, like previous TV shows about all this stuff is pretty like not comedy. It's not funny. It's pretty serious. This one is this one is realistic enough. They write each character really well, and it's funny, so it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And then I love that show because it's enjoyable, and it's not a propaganda. I don't really see that. Only thing I can see is okay. They are they are preparing people for what's coming. Yeah, and I think. Just, you know, as kind of a final for me, um, I'll say this. I think that moving forward, we're going to start seeing a lot better quality. We probably already said this before, but I think it bears repeating. As long as we use our intuition um, and our gut feeling about whether something is a vibration we want to engage in, I think we're going to start seeing a whole lot better uh, programming coming moving forward. Um, people that have great messages um, and great ideas for stories um, are going to be able to find production companies that do have the light, the Christ consciousness, and the best intention. Um, We're going to get back to programming where people, you know, get a good feeling when they're done with it. They don't get the sick feeling in their stomach and, um, you know, the, the, the adrenaline buzz uh, movies, I think, are going to go by the wayside. I think we're going to start moving more to wholesome, not wholesome, because it sounds like Little House on the Prairie, but I mean, messages that are worthwhile, that really are going to touch people and help them in their journey towards 
bringing the Christ, Christ consciousness within themselves. Um, you know, and let's face it, uh, programming, I mean, one of the reasons why the spiritual community has bashed programming, uh, watching TV really of any kind is because either you're watching the news or some stupid reality show, which is it has no value towards your ascension process, or you're watching something that actually um, uh, brings your vibration down, fear um, or revenge, uh, war. Uh, dysfunctional families, you name it. I mean, the list is long, but I mean, that's what it's been for so long. I think it's really going to change. And this, or, is a, this is a really good first step. Yeah, or teaching how to think like all those late wokeness show like Sex and City or you know, new, new Gossip Girl or other shit shows. But whole point is like, you know, all these people who think like everybody from Hollywood is evil, that's wrong. Because I used to think like everybody from political world is 100% evil. But I guess 5% of them do care about people. So these are small amount of people, they are really caring about their craft. They are really passionate about making uh, amazing stories or amazing movies, or amazing TV show. And they really love to entertain audience. People yep. exist. It's just, um, I, I want to talk about this a little bit because it's important. Before Harit is taken by Wall Street, the last last decade when people had those um, movie moguls, those people are really passionate about the building stories. Those, those people are really passionate about entertaining people. And some people say I only watch good old movies because old movies they had more like good content and stuff like that. More meat and potatoes, yeah. Yeah, because all at that time they're the in Hollywood, those people existed, like people in high top position. It's not all about making money. Making money was important, but entertaining people are very important to them. So this is why they made really good movies. And they maybe had the programming here and there during the wartime and the stuff, especially. But outside of that. I don't think it was intentional, though. I think it was just something that, you know, it was a sign of the times. And so certain things were included, like, you know, women not being strong. Uh, you know, well, if there's a conflict, it has to turn into a war. I think that's kind of a, I know what you're saying. The intention was different back then. Yeah, and yeah, that's why yeah. people are attracted to the older movies because yeah, it was more then. just for entertainment rather than uh, trying to brainwash people. Yeah, back then because people are using they might use those stuff here and there, but whole point is it's not hundred percent everything is a propaganda or hundred percent everything is a program. There right. are you know couple of chunk of a good amount of whatever TV shows or movies you could entertain like yeah. the whole point is you watch it and you feel good and then you you're out of the movie theater or finish watching tv show like uplifted and then yeah. back then people are really like all this pop movie mogul um those people are into making that kind of stuff because they are passionate about that now it's all about what's the numbers 
how yeah, the money so, and the fear factor in the programming. Well, yeah, I'll tell you, I think, um, you know, there's a lot of examples, but I mean, if we wanted to, if I could just go from my own experience, I mean, when I was a kid, I, I love the show Little House on the Prairie. I mean, I know that sounds so old and so boring but really it was interesting the way the characters were developed and then of course star trek um i started watching when uh captain kirk was played by um william shatner and yes he does overact and it's funny uh there was some comedy in there too but um talk about uh elevated society um i think gene roddenberry channeled a lot of that uh content by the way which is what he says um but uh as a kid i mean you talk about the lessons in the show you know teamwork everybody you know the community only works if everybody works together respect everybody having their own skills so yeah spock was the smartest however there were people that were socially smarter than spock so he was those were helpful and how when they work together boy they were a force that couldn't be um taken down you know they always got through whatever challenge they had these were things that um you know we i didn't consciously know as a child why i was attracted to them but i think you know light attracts light and so uh i mean as a kid i was very uh ignorant of how dark the world could be and um so those shows just sort of appealed to me but you know even things like um like sesame street or um oh gosh i'm really dating myself now um something funny simple childlike you know the flintstones what did the flintstones teach us they showed us very big examples of what you know uh a what do you call it a masochist right no not a masochist misogynist you know because fred flintstone was a huge misogynist um barney was smarter he knew better than to ever disrespect betty but um you know wilma had to hit uh <laughs> uh fred over the head a few times with a big with a big bone um when he was being silly so anyway i guess the point i'm trying to make is i i agree with you uh i think a lot of older programming had better intentions and um i think we can look forward to a lot more of that moving yeah, forward going back and to that direction now because I, i'm pretty sure right now according to my channeling information 30 percent of the people good side it's huge improvement from only 10 percent. so oh you mean in hollywood yeah yeah so it's going to increase more, you know, even well, so many of them are in Gitmo. <laughs> yeah. And then eventually, eventually, like 100% are people who are creative. So they want yeah. all sort of all sort of different shows, right? So we, we can entertain until no longer need to watch TV or movies, which is kind yeah. of, you know, yeah. Yeah. until yeah. then, people need to watch something. So, yeah, I mean, once the financial system change shifts over and people can really stop working to survive and, and just work um, or put their creativity and their talent to what they're interested in and what they enjoy, it'll fall off. You know, people 
well, not will right be away. less and less. No, I didn't say right away. I said eventually, yeah. um, as people have the financial freedom to go ahead and pursue what interests them and what really excites them, they'll be less and less interested in watching TV or movies. But it doesn't mean once in a while you don't want to just watch something good when you have some downtime. I mean, we don't have to be productive all the time. Sometimes it's nice to just be. And, you know, that's kind of the one of the points of us doing these shows about the positive aspects of TV is I mean, people, we don't have to be doing all the time. Sometimes we can just be. And if part of your beingness is enjoying some good entertainment, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think it'll, I don't know if it'll disappear completely, um, you know, a couple hundred years from now, I, I don't know, I don't have a, a crystal ball. But you know, in the meantime, um, you know, I think the programming's going in the right direction. This is a cool show if you want to, you know, start having a new perspective about uh, our galactic brothers and sisters. And, um, and finally, uh, just allow yourself to have some entertainment for God's sake. You don't have to be doing all the time. I can't meditate 24 seven. I just can't. It's not possible. Um, <laughs> so, you know, the spiritual community needs to chill out a little bit on people that do like to watch TV or watch a movie, because I don't think there's anything wrong with it. No. And then plus, like, you know, some people say original gossip girl is toxic. You know, TV show is not teach about ethics, but TV show is um, make you go through the life experience of a character so you can go through the life without dying. So that's what good TV show do. So even though you're going to go through toxic relationship of original Gossip Girl, Blair and uh, Selena, it's a life experience you learn, right? So while we are entertaining, watching them. So... You know, I don't really think all TV show has to be like a Christian movie or Christian TV. Yeah, no. It can, it can be all kind of shows so people can enjoy. I love Prison Break. You mm -hmm. know? So as long as they don't have propaganda or um, agenda pushing into the TV show to program you in a bad way, I think mm -hmm. anything can go. Yeah. And I mean, like last week we talked about Dexter and then we forgot to record the show. So we're doing it this week. But truthfully, um, Dexter is about as far away from Christian as you can get. But I love the messages. I mean, yeah. there's some really good stuff there. I mean, if you want to dig into something that helps you understand all different facets of the human psyche and why people do the things they do and different personalities and how they respond to things. I mean, that's a great show. Way yeah, okay. not religious in any way. It's not pure. It's not anything, but it is kind of pure because it's like, it's life. And like you said, you don't have to be a, you can watch it and kind of get some insights as to what, what, elements create a serial killer and what maybe their thought process is without actually having to be a serial killer <laughs> yeah so go through the life so more you go through the life of different kind of people then your capacity to accept others will expand uh, at the very least understand yeah well, you know I mean, not so condemning 
of, uh, you know, because truly, I mean, I, that's what an old Native American saying, you know, you have to walk a mile and I don't know, maybe somebody just changed that. You, you have to walk a mile in somebody's shoes um, and then you might start to understand them. Um, we shouldn't be judging anyway. Yeah, and then what, one thing I love about listening to Alien is they have a diversity of character without, yeah. without making all this shit about, oh, we have a diversity. That is not the same point. That's not point. And that, that is not how good show is all about. Like, listen to Aliens, they put all sort of different kind of people as yeah. regular people. Without the virtue signaling, yes. And did you ever see that south park episode where um they call one of the characters token because he's black <laughs> yeah i forgot about that and oh my god he, he, he's one of the super, superhero characters yeah <laughs> but they call him token i almost fell out of my chair when when i saw that episode well, that oh a good show. And then, <laughs> They, they push, push the envelope, so... Yeah, they do. <laughs> seriously, like, people need to chill out. Some yeah. people might not like South Park because they have a huge amount of black humor, but I love black humor. I love British humor. American, Me too. American joke, I don't, I still don't understand that, that much about. I, I can't tell the between lying and a joke, okay? But or if they're being sarcastic, right? Yeah, is it just, yeah. is it extreme sarcasm? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, black, black humor, I get it. I think it's hilarious. So, Well, you know what I think South Park does? I don't, you know, you can call it black humor, but I think they take all of Hollywood's tricks and use it against them. It's, yeah. it's like they, they, tr they reverse it on them and they put it back at them and then they call people out. And I just... It's hilarious. This, um, celebrity episode. It was so funny. <laughs> Have you ever seen the Paris Hilton one? <laughs> Very realistic. Well, not really. I got to tell you this. So I thought the Paris Hilton episode of South Park was hilarious because it's it's just so, you know, all the cliches about her. And then... Not long after I saw that, I ended up watching, uh, I think she made the movie about herself, uh, you know, Paris Hilton, I forget what it's called, but she made a movie about herself. And um, it was kind of like her life. And I think she was born into the cabal, although she didn't say that. And um, but she was taken away as a teen who wouldn't do exactly what her parents wanted her to and put into one of those um, kind of like yeah, a military no it was it was more like a it was more like a camp like a military type camp but it was it sounded like brainwashing she didn't come out and say everything that happened to her but she said enough to where i read between the lines and i got the impression i think she was programmed okay and whether that's true or not i don't know and i'm not going to say i think you know exactly one way or another because i don't know paris hilton but what it did was it helped me have compassion for her it's like so what all the things that South Park kind of made fun of her about um were funny and, and you know got a laugh out of it because the poor dog <laughs> I 
I think it was Cartman. She wanted Cartman to be her dog because her dog died. <laughs> I think it's the other guy. I don't know which one, but she wanted one of them to be her new dog. Yeah, it's not the Kenny. And it's I don't know. It's one of them. It's funny. But um, anywho, and then I watched the show that she put out about herself and I was like, wow, you know, I just had all this compassion for her because it's like, whether she was MK Ultra or not, whether she was born into a cabal family or a super religious family that just that just punished her terribly for not stepping the way they wanted her to. Um, I just had so much compassion for her, you know? So I just, I just want to say um, I, I do. I love South park because it's great for a laugh, but you know, what are we laughing at? We're, we're laughing at judgment statements or, you know, or just they're making fun of people because their behavior is ridiculous, which I can agree with that. I love that. I love satire, but um you know, truly, uh, if we are talking about moving towards, you know, the Christ consciousness, we have to realize that everybody is weird as they can be and how ridiculous some people can be. I mean, there's always, always a reason. There's always, always something in their life or their experiences that caused them to be that way. And even the darkest ones. Um, so I think you were touching on this earlier with, you know, the bloodlines and everything even the darkest beings in our awareness um, can turn toward the light. I mean, there's never anyone that's completely lost from source. Um, yeah, the dude, uh, I forgot his name, uh, the um, Dutch banker or something, that he, he made a statement during International Tribunal of Justice, like he, he went 180, you know, and so he decided to test, have a testimonial of what he has done, what kind of uh, activity he was doing. And that was one of the testimonial. And he mm -hmm. comes from those lines of families. And then, you know, as far as Paris Hilton goes, he married to, I mean, she married to her husband and that person is bloodline family too. So it is very important to them, right? According to their culture, because um, those, I don't know too much about the drug well, draconian too. Draconian or reptilians, they they consider bloodline like which. Yep. Yep. No, I got you. But uh, you yeah. know, if if you had watched the documentary that she made about herself, I mean, some of that was so real. It, it she was sitting amongst all of her, you know, in this bedroom, or I'm sorry, it was her closet that was the size bigger than most people's bedrooms, and full of stuff, and she just kind of talked about how like none of this means anything and but how upset she oh yeah and about how you know she would she would give it all up if she could just have a real connection with somebody well you know if you're born into a bloodline family like you're you not lot of money but that doesn't mean anything you're like you're programmed to not feel you're programmed to not connect they invert things they shit they change the sex of their you know some of their children that aren't even their own children i it's ridiculous i don't even want to get into all of it but i mean if we can for a second try to imagine what it would be like to grow up in that kind of a situation i just can't i my mind can't wrap around it and so you know there's a part of me that's like i, I couldn't possibly judge her because i i've never gone through 
a quarter of what she's gone through. I can't imagine. So all that money, she's standing there telling everybody to the camera, all of this means nothing. I just would like to stop being fucked up for 10 minutes and be able to have a real connection with somebody and stop ruining my relationships. Um, wow. What a statement. Yeah. This is and I wouldn't have known that about her if I didn't take the time to watch the show, by the way. Hmm. This is why TV show is important or watch those shows so you can kind of understand, you know, you, you don't completely understand, but you have some kind of idea, right? Yeah, and truly, I had no idea whether I was even going to watch the whole thing. I thought I, I just my curiosity just kept getting peaked because I thought, oh, she did a show about herself, huh? Well, that's what interesting. What is the title of the show? Oh, okay. It's just some uh, kind of a documentary, right? I'm gonna, yeah, she did a documentary on herself. Let me look it up for you real quick. But I knew in the first, usually with any show, I know within the first five minutes whether I'm going to keep watching or not because, you know, I could just tell whether it resonates with me or not. And I didn't really think I was going to resonate with hers, but I started watching and I swear to God, I watched it all the way through. I couldn't stop watching it. It just fascinated me. Okay, Paris Hilton documentary. Don't mind me. Yeah. Okay, Paris Hilton documentary. Hang on, folks. I'm going to find out what it's called. Mm, this is Paris. Oh, okay. Wow. It's an, it's good, an, that's a good title. It's an hour and 50 minutes. Easy to remember. But I, I'll tell you, if you if you ever get around to watching it, you'll have to let me know if you felt the same way I did. Um, yeah, I, I mean, when she, was, when she was in her closet t saying those things that I said, I, it just, I was like, I mean, I, literally, I was in tears. I hope I can watch. I was in tears. I can watch something outside of Netflix because I don't really, you know, want to give my money to Netflix. No, I think you, I think this is actually, um, it might be on YouTube. I actually watched it on YouTube, I think. Yeah, it's on YouTube. I see. Maybe I check it out. Well, yeah. I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, yeah, if you got nothing better to do, maybe we can talk about that sometime. But um Yeah, so you know, like good TV show does things like that, or even good movies, you know. I do watch movies a lot more than TV show. Like I, I haven't really skipped watching movies. But, you know, nobody going to deny, like, Matrix is a documentary. And whether, uh, what, 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 I forgot. Oh, Keanu story. Reeves? The Matrix yeah. from Keanu Reeves? Yeah, it is a documentary. I think it's kind of a, it's like a parody. It's kind of like, I don't know if it's a documentary, because there really is no true blue pill or red pill, but, um. And we don't oh, live in a computer, part, but I think it's like a parody on what what reality has been for us for so long. Well, it's very realistic what's going on in movie sense. So they depicted that fact in the movie in an entertaining way. So the whole point is like the good movie or good TV show can do stuff like that to people. Yeah. Yeah. Wake your ass up. Yep. Yeah. So that's what we wanted to say. So, you know, I do understand those of you who do have, you know, 
the feelings to other. I don't want to watch TV. But you can you can watch few TV shows, which is really good, and they do exist out there. Yeah, yeah. So don't 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 shy away of everything because, like Sue said, from this year to I don't know on some probably like the stuff, next five years. Yeah, from good stuff will come out like TV yeah. or movies. It will because. Those people, you know, after we have a financial system change, and then people actually can go into the field they really want to go into. So who knows? Some people who are doing all different things because of making money or whatever, they may want into acting or they want, may want to go into writing or something like that. So we may have a new talent, right? And the people Let's know hope. People are not going to choose um, as a talent based on the bloodline. Instead, they're going to choose uh, talent by talent. That will change right. too. That will change too. Much so, agreed. Stop being um, judgmental toward Hollywood people too. Of course, it's a small, very small world. And nepotism did exist. But it's not, you know... That's not going to continue forever because everything is changing. Even CNN is changing. Well, I, I don't with Resident Alien, I didn't recognize any of those actors. Uh, Brent, my husband, knew who the fellow was um, that plays Harry. Because yeah. I, I guess he did some animated shows. He was like the voice of some things that, you know, everybody would recognize, but nobody he did, he takes. He a bunch of movies. Yeah. Not the, like a main character. Like a I mean, character. everybody else, I did not recognize any of them. So that was cool. It is cool. And then they put a lot of diversity. They put in, um, American Indian people. They put Black people. They put Asian people. And then none of them are like talking about how Black they are or how Asian they are. <laughs> you know? Thank God. Yeah, and they just show you the native culture without like talking about how the white man's destroyed them and everything. They're they're just living their lives, you know. Yeah, that's they're not they're not victims. They're not victims. They're powerful. Well, they are not talking about wokeness. Like they are I know the best actor easily presenting the role. It doesn't have to be race. The person who got the role was best at what they can present. So and they happen to be very diversified characters even the lady i think she's um i can't quite tell her ethnic origin the asta i know she's not 100 percent white oh she's native american remember they go to her family um oh, to have the i know her role is native american but is she native american as actress she, I well she's adopted remember so they never quite no, say i'm not talking about storyline i'm talking about actress Okay. Oh, I have no idea. She looks mixed. So whole point is like it's very diversified cast, but none of them are talking about that diversifiedness to sell the program. Yeah, the virtue signaling. You don't have any of that there. So yeah. we highly recommend it. Yeah, we recommend it. So uh, thank you so much for watching. Please like, uh, please like, subscribe. So we see you next time. Bye. Bye. Okay, that was good.
Thank you so much for watching. Sue and I are gonna come back next week to talk about more different topics. See ya! Thank you.